The Comedy Store would like you to know that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are strictly those of the speakers or authors and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by the Comedy Store and its affiliates. has never been on a Comedy Store podcast uh, because she doesn't like that we do it in the basement and yeah. she doesn't like ghosts. So we came up to the belly room where the ghosts are more visible. Yeah. <laughs> it's not underground, so we We're not it. trying to scare you, but give it up for Leslie Jones!
notice I lost 10 pounds. I'm like, I don't see weight. I only see color. I am. I just cold. From Philadelphia. And look how nervous everybody got. Yeah, you can't say that. Canceled. Canceled. So, wait, this is the first time we've had you on the Comedy Store podcast. Now we have to ask you real questions because the other. Oh. Do you really think wax. this building is haunted? Yes. You do. Do you yeah. think these handprints were made by Jeff Scott? I'm just asking. No, not if they was, if they cleaned the mirrors every day. Was they not there when you got here? We don't know how long they did that. That's really the... <laughs> this is why I don't even talk to white people. So yeah. <laughs> we are the cause of most hauntings. I mean, y'all just make There's up nothing. Y'all just make, y'all don't, y'all don't have a real predator, so y'all just make up predators. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Figure it out. Ours are invisible. Like, Look. I'm saying they got yeah. big vampires and zombies and shit. Like, woo, no one else is going to hurt a white person. Man. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta be dead to hurt a white a, person. What about a dead white person? Great, let's pitch that. Exactly. Nine right. seasons later, uh, bullshit's still going on. What a terrible uh, show! Do you yeah, but it? I do think, but I do think this place is haunted. I actually had a, 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 a ghost thing. Oh but really? It wasn't like heavy, but it was heavy enough for me to go, yeah, it's haunted here. Yeah, right. Where uh, are you at? I was here. Um, Probably, you probably, I probably had something you earlier that night. You know, I was always doing spots. So I think it was like a Friday night or something, and my friend wanted me to come and pick her up from work. So I was like, okay, I'll just sit in the parking lot and, you know, smoke and wait for her and shit. And they was closing up and everything. You know how they put the chain and everything on. Oh, yeah. And I, so I was like, don't put the chain on because I'm going to be driving out. So they was like, okay, you know, put it So I'm sitting there, and it's like the lights go out, all that stuff. And it was just this overwhelming feeling of, why are you still here? <laughs> like, it was just like a, hey, the place is closed. Why are you here? Yeah, get the fuck out. Like, so get can. the fuck And that, It was nice, though. It was nice at first. It was like, no, you need to leave. Why are you here right now? And then I was just like, yeah, like I was like, you tripping. You high. You bitch, you high. Whatever. <laughs> Smoke some more weed and shit. And then it was just like, nah, like, the lights is out. Why are you still parked here? Leave. So I was just like, nah, and then it was like, yo, you need to get the fuck out of here. And I just was like, all right, fuck it. it, was, it was so fuck out. But you don't think it was your... Well, now... Nah, because that I, shit felt I, like a pushing. Yeah. Like a, now I feel bad that we asked you to go in the basement. No, <laughs> I went to the basement one time with Jeff because Jeff was just so yeah. gun-ho about, you got to see the basement, and... I saw a shadow of a gangster like a in the in the in the wall, and I was like, "Oh my God, is that somebody doing that?" And then Jeff, Jeff was like, "No, you saw a ghost." And I was like, "I will kill you. <laughs> Get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. Black people don't do New that. Ghost, yeah. You don't want to walk into the catacombs? Where are the catacombs? Where are the catacombs? <laughs> yeah, it's it's." kind of creepy down there. Yeah, when, when she said, when we asked her to be on the podcast, she was like, no, it's not haunted. Well, first she said yes. First she said yes, and then, then we, we said, said it was in the basement. She's like, fuck that, I'm not going down there. Like, we were both, like, why y'all keep doing dumb shit? We both looked at her. <laughs> <laughs> why are you going in the basement? It's a great so question. Dumb. We both, so dumb. But we both looked at you and were like, you're a ghostbuster. Yeah, like, ghost you had just got done. Motherfuckers and go, that's a fucking <laughs> That shit ain't real. You honestly think I signed the fuck up to fight fucking ghosts? I'm a motherfucking comedian. No, it's a fucking movie. That was the reality. You know how many times I had to fucking tell motherfuckers on 
What I'm feeling right now is we need to get to work on producing Leslie Jones Ghost Hunter. Yes. Yeah. That's the kind of bullshit. I'm not going in nobody's ghost house, cuz. No. That's all the show is. It's just no. outside the house. Fuck no. Refusing to go well, in. Yeah. No. You stupid. Then you wonder why you possessed. Because you went where the ghost was. It's the same shit with white people and animals. Why are you getting killed? Because you're going around animals yep. that kill you. I don't get it. That's I'm just I don't understand how y'all ain't been wiped out by the ghost and the animals. Yeah. But it's about to be. It's gotta be. It's gotta I mean, be getting close. I'm just waiting for the zombie because y'all definitely gonna get this is exciting. But I don't want to come back. I don't want to die and come back. I want to be gone. If I saw you, bitch, I'd be like, Eleanor, bitch, you used to be one of the funniest motherfuckers in the world, bitch. Tell me a joke. You ain't got no joke. She's just going to go, ah, wow. I love you, Eleanor, but you got the fucking go, bitch. Sorry, zombie Eleanor. Zombie yeah, I Eleanor. want the steak through the heart. No, Make not, sure I go. Come touch on. You. I'm not touching <laughs> you. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you, bitch. Blow fucking head off. Where? Okay. We're so doing with love, though. Of course, all love with a big at the end of it. No. This uh, <laughs> yo, my ass, bitch. What, what did you uh, first come to the comedy store? Ooh, shit. Ooh, yeah. Okay, so we going way back. Yeah. Okay, so like. The first time I ever came to the comedy store was in 1987. I was trying to be a comic. And you remember Chewy? You yeah. Remember Chewy? Chewy used Heart to work. Chewy used to pick people. So um, you would go out and stand in the front, and Chewy would come out and go, yo, you, 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 and you. So I was standing out in front. And, I, and Chewy ain't never seen no tall black girl like me. And I'm just mm -hmm. like in the back, like, pick me, motherfucker. Pick me, pick me, pick me. And he picked me, and I think my spot was like at 1.30 in the morning or some shit. Yep. I do not know to this day who the girl was that brought me up. It was a white girl, and she she obviously was a regular. Cause and she, she was, was a host? She was hosting in the fucking belly room. Hmm. And um, she brought me up. I don't know what the fuck. God, every time I think about this, I just go, God, you just really learned really fast the wrong way to do shit. Just like, <laughs> so, and she That's introduced great. me, and she gave me so much. She was really nice about introducing me, and then I came up, and the first thing out of my mouth was, white bitch. <laughs> Very comedy oh, store of you. My God, the fucking audience was like, <laughs> oh, okay, well, I guess you funny then. Like, you know, like, they was like, not happy about it. I go into my, I was so bad. I was so bad. I was mixing punchlines. I, I had did a joke. Flustered. And it, so it, I was it so, threw you. Yeah. I, I was fucked up. And so I come off the stage and she came on the stage. And I, this is when I knew, I was like, this is the comic I want to be, this girl. Okay. So I came back on stage and she got the mic and she let me walk down the stairs and she was like, yeah, y'all give it up for and shit and shit and shit, motherfucker, oh my motherfucker, God. motherfucker and shit and shit. That's all the fuck you said, bitch. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I threw up right there where y'all get the drinks and shit. I oh, threw nice. up right Perfect. there, yeah. right in front of her. I threw up and she goes, yeah, throw up all them badass jokes. And shit, and shit, motherfucker, motherfucker, 
And I remember my, my first boyfriend was with me. He was dying. I was like, the fuck are you laughing at? Yeah. He was like, she was funny. I mean, she's hilarious. Go fuck yourself, dude. Go fuck yourself. And then there was this guy, there was this guy who had a blonde bob. I still don't know to this day. Jeff told me who he was, but he had a blonde bob, this big ass sweater. He looked like a, he looked like a Andy Warhol's fucking fat cousin. Ooh, okay. <laughs> and he came up to me and he was like, darling, do you want to really do comedy? And I was like, yeah. he was like, come down, oh, Edward. come down, come down to this bar. We let little new jacks go up and stuff. And it was like, a, yeah, it was like a piano bar. That's the first time I had ever heard that word. Yeah. And it was a piano bar and stuff. And when I went in there, there was this black dude on stage imitating Richard Pryor. He was really good. And I was just like, okay, I think I'm going to be a comedian. I think I'm going to be a comedian. And then went up again the next week and met Jamie Foxx. And Jamie Foxx was like, yeah, you need to go and live. Like, you right. have no material because you never lived. Yeah. Go get fucked. Go fuck some Whoa. people. Okay. Go go get fired. Go Jamie get hired. Nice. Go <laughs> like, no, he was like, go have go have some fucking heartaches. Go make yeah. some heartaches, you know. Live He's some like, turmoil. Live some, some fucking turmoil fucking. and shit. And then that's what I did. And I came back in wow. 1993. That's yeah. when I got here, 93. Yeah. Yeah. I remember Leslie back in the dizzy. And I was hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> I was hardcore. Was some white girl shit. Hard, I don't know what sure. we was We were both hardcore. Well, like, well, I don't know it was fucking everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Was you fucking everybody? Well, do, you, do you remember David Banks? He used to write for Richard Pryor. He was an old school. He was, I think he was like a preacher. He, I think I like was self-proclaimed pimp. He did everything. He, and he was like, he would come in here and as a joke, he would say, Eleanor was fucking everybody. Oh, man. Well, in 1997, Eleanor was fucking everybody. <laughs> he was leaving on my machine. He Martin was, Lawrence is manager. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was sleeping with Martin's agent, though, so that was yeah, accurate. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh, shit. Do you remember Bill Branca? I don't know. Well, I probably remember all of them by face more maybe. than names. That's my first ex-fiance. I have a couple of them. <laughs> How many were Marios? Ex-fiance. She's got a, she's got a handful of ex-fiances. I'm competing with Brady for rings. I didn't know that fucker was coming back. Now I gotta work harder. Uh, Tom, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. <laughs> Um, yeah, I got a lot of rings, but I didn't know. I'm not a Do you think Tom Brady is more attractive than the guys in the audience? Yes. I say no. No way. Look at those rosy cheeks right there. That afro. Tom Brady in person. First of all, your hair grays a little bit like Moses because he's so fucking gorgeous. Damn, I didn't know about that. Jesus wept on the cross. He is fine as fuck. Nah, he's fine as fuck. I, I literally was like, I'm not gonna even act like you're not fine. You fine in a motherfucker, like for real. You just like, <laughs> I heard you like Trump. It's okay. I still will fuck you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> See, that's cool that you're crossing I, political divides. I'm just saying, I'll go for the long. Take that Super Bowl champion. And like this <laughs> What if he's wearing the MAGA hat? Is that still? I'm literally not going to give a fuck if you're fucking. Like, I'm literally like, put the hat on backwards, motherfucker. Yeah, well. Also, Let Jack, me know, Tom, wherever you are, if you're listening. 
Decent chance he's a listener. He seems like he's got a good sense of humor. Definitely listening somewhere. Oh, that's so fucking funny. I recently performed for Robert Kraft, so I, I could probably get a hold Robert of him. Robert Kraft, 100%, the owner. The owner of the, the Patriots. Patriots. Dude, I thought you were just talking about the Hearst dude, the Hearst brother. I was like, why would you be performing for that? Don't worry about it. I, I have my reasons. I, I talk to a lot of murderers and family members. Sometimes you need to know shit. Yo, y'all need to know. Seriously, when I uh, was started, when I came back and I was trying to get spots here at the comedy store, I would go into their OR and this motherfucker would be up. And I would be, it's the first time I ever seen like a white dude just like not give a fuck. Like usually when I see white like, <laughs> comics, they'd be like, you know, give me a thug, Right. You know, you like, yeah, whatever. But this motherfucker was like, yeah, fuck you. What are you doing? You know, and I, and I was like, whoa. Sat down. I was like, this motherfucker's doing crowd work for God. Like, it was like, <laughs> he was doing the Lord's work. It was so, oh, so God. good. And I was like, I was like, I want to be like, that's what I want. That's and So when I saw him in the OR, I just used to start, I started to harass Tommy for oh. spots. And I used to be like, Tommy, please give me a spot. And he was like, nah, you can do, you can do the black room. You can do the Tommy was an asshole, but Tommy was, I, I, there's something about Tommy I liked. Okay. So I, I told Tommy one night, I said, you know what, Tommy, you're a fucking racist. And he was like, I'm not a racist. I was like, you're a fucking racist. I was like, you won't let me go up in I was like, you won't let me go up in this fucking room. And you know I'll rip this motherfucker to do better than some of the people you put in uh, up. And he was like, yeah, that's exactly what he sounded like. Well, I don't know. Uh, and I was like, yo, put me up. I said, put me up. I said, only thing you gotta do is put me up. I said, because you never have to put me up again if I don't prove you right. I mean, if I, don't, if right. I prove you right, then you never have to fuck with me again. You literally never have to listen to me. Yeah, that's okay. And he was like, he was like, I'm gonna put you up. I think he put me up after Chris D'Elia. Okay. That was his baby. Yeah. And, t and, t oh, yeah. and Chris Delia hadn't grew up yet. Chris, Chris right. was actually nice. That's what Very Chris nice. was. Yeah. Very nice. Such a nice guy. So nice. Yeah. Um, he was still young enough that it wasn't as creepy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> his shirts was always suspect. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was always suspect. Chris Delia yeah, oh, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. Really? Yeah, well, I used to assure audiences that Chris and I were the last two up for all the roles that he got. <laughs> I just started saying it. Then, like, Tormund didn't know. They're like, so you really nemesis with Chris? I'm like, yeah, that's my fucking nemesis. They're just like, oh. <laughs> and then Chris started Remember breaking me up that way. Tommy sent us all down to La Jolla together. Uh, you Chris, need to teach you him. <laughs> you gotta teach him how to be real. That's Tommy! That's Tommy! Spend some time with him. <laughs> what did Chris do to us? Chris abandoned us. He didn't fucking hang shit. out with us the whole time. That was fucking getting pussy. Yeah. Yeah, we tortured him for it. I went up after Chris and I motherfucking massacred that room because I had already yeah. been doing I had already been mad that was the only room that was not letting me do my thing uh, and I massacred that motherfucker and after that that's what he goes the building likes you now yes yes that's what he fucking said oh my god that's good news that's Leslie that's exactly what he said good news Leslie yeah. uh, in the 10 minutes you were up there the building notified me it likes you Mitzi called. I was yes. just going to say, he'll be like, yeah, I'm going to talk to Mitzi. 
I'm not racist, okay? But we're not giving spots to Darwin Hines anymore. Okay? <laughs> Wait, Wait a minute, Tommy, that's not good. Um, <laughs> Darwin, but I Hines. like Tommy though. I like he still kept. I mean, because like now when I come here and I see certain names on the list, I'd be like, oh God, yeah. uh, how did that happen? Right. I, I think we that. all do that. I think we There's all do that. There's never been a time that I didn't feel that way. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. Like I came up in the, me and Rick all we came up in the age where the club owners and the veterans were responsible for making sure that comedians are on the right road. Yeah. And not fucking getting too cocky with their material, and, and a lot of comedians now take it as bad, or we're being we're being fucked with. Or no, you're being fucking taught. Everybody that come up to me and be like, "Oh, how did you get this funny? You know how I got funny? I got my fucking ass kicked mm-hmm. a lot, yeah, a lot. I got rejected a fucking lot. I got booed." You need to get fucking booed, motherfucker. Because yeah. then you're not going to know that you're, you're going to walk around thinking your shit is the shit. And it's not. Well, and that's what people need to understand. This shit ain't no fucking like you could just get up because you make your motherfucking auntie and your little cousins laughing. Or you have a lot of TikTok well, yeah, the problem now is that. At IHOP. Don't nobody give a shit. <laughs> Hold on. I, I started Hold on, as the funny guy at IHOP. So. <laughs> That's where I learned the, the craft of comedy. <laughs> By waiting on Robert Kraft. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks like he's there. <laughs> but yeah. it, but then you show you showcased for Mitzi before. I showcased well, it's so weird. Mitzi is was always kind of weird when she got older. She was just she was scary. She looked like a Cruella de Vil. Yeah, she looked like the fucking crib keeper. I was scared as fuck of her. And she, uh, the first time I, I, when I performed to Passport, she thought she knew me. She was like, don't I know you? You're from Chicago, right? And I was like, no, I'm not from Chicago. And she was like, well, you perform like you're from Chicago. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not you're wrong. You're like you're from Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. The Chicago. I'm not from Chicago. But she passed me that night. And then we had to do this all-woman show. What is this girl's name? Y'all know who I'm talking about. Oh, uh, uh, a sister. She got like two. Uh, Rita Jones? No. No. <laughs> Jesus. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. I think it's Shelly something. Brenda. Brenda. Not Brenda. Brenda. Who's Brenda? <laughs> Was she black? Kathy Lewis. Kathy no, Lewis. Wait, okay. Did she host the show or she, something? She was like big time back in the day. She had long hair, long hair, black girl, buck eyes a little bit. She was funny too. I can't remember. What I wish was. I could show you a picture of what I'm picturing in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could draw it out for sure. <laughs> I'm like, wow. I, I, I hope she looks just like, like a Sherry or Sherry or something like that. Anyway, Sherry, Sherry, no, not Sherry. No, she okay. was like, she really thin too. She was very popular in, in in the business too. Anyway, she was doing a show. They was doing this all woman show. So I'm thinking I can go up to Missy and say hello to Missy. <laughs> And so she did do the women of the company show yeah, for I a did. while. So yeah, yeah. I, I was on that show. Was. Yeah. I, I was I was on that show and I decided to go over to Missy and say hello and she was just <laughs> I said, Hey Missy and she was like, well, what do you want? <laughs> Who the fuck are you? 
Good. Come uh, back when you're from Chicago. I'm not <laughs> anyone, and I'm going to get the fuck away from you, bitch. Yeah. Yeah, and then I go up and perform, and then she asked me to come over to the table. I was like, yeah, yeah okay, so I'm dealing with some old motherfucker right here. Yeah. She's just old as fuck. Well, you had, she, you had to earn it for her. That's, <laughs> you know, that's what she would do to people. Like, you talk about learning. She would make people come back every six months, you know? And a lot of people would, like, say, oh, she's not doing well. She's sick. And so they would do the same act, and she'd go, I already saw that. Yeah, <laughs> like, you think you're not paying like attention. Not, and she was paying attention. She and was, that's how Sharon was over at the Comedy Act, the Comedy Act Theater. Well, oh, Sharon was, our, yeah, Act. Sharon was our, like, our black mentor. Mm -hmm. Like, Sharon was taller than me, had a jerry curl. Hilarious. And as fuck. Black oh, Mitzi on Showtime this fall. I'm just saying. Black Mitzi on Showtime. I can't wait. Listen, Joe Stars says Black Mitzi. I'm writing it. I'm writing it. If you I'm need a Tommy, I'll be there. Oh, uh -huh. I talked to Black Mitzi, okay? <laughs> All right, she's sending me all the lines to you now, okay? <laughs> Welcome, Yarsi. Yeah, but she was, no, she was like that motherfucker. Like, if you didn't do good, Sharon would come up to you and go, do not come back to this club until wow. you have a fucking act. Nice. Like, do not come back here. I'm not fucking going to put you on my fucking stage no more. Like, really mean. And, she and that never, was another tough club to get in. Oh, like, my God. Jesus. It was just, and back, that's what I'm saying. But now, like, and then you hear these new jacks bragging about spots at the improv or the last <laughs> You want to stomp them in the motherfucking ground. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> So what? They, they, what they did was they changed the game. So instead of struggling and getting good, you just have a niche podcast right. and then just go like on stage and pretend you're a comedian. Be mediocre. At, at best. It's so sad. Why or would you YouTube want to be mediocre? Or, like, I just don't get it. I don't get mediocre. I don't get getting on stage. The fast you, you don't understand Gen Z. <laughs> mediocre means we're all the same. No, it doesn't, it doesn't even make it's like that a kind of It's like that participation shit. Yeah. You know, you didn't y'all done fucked the whole system up. You know, motherfuckers need to fall down. People need to have the opposite. It's a balance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't, you know how you know how to get up? Because you've fallen down. That's that's fucking it's it's gotta be an even even kill a balance when you get shit. The kids today can't handle that. That, that, that. But that don't make no fucking sense to me. Then what the fuck are y'all made out of? Because now we're losing everything because, that we didn't fall for. Now yes. we're losing everything because you motherfuckers are so soft. Yeah. And you think yeah. that that's how I it don't works. think she's don't talking work. to you guys directly. I'm talking to this all couple you right here. They seem young. Hey, yeah, I'm talking to the dude in Afro. Yeah, that's the only guy. You got Afro, make it right. We know, we know. We know what you did. You no. see hey. touch vaginas, unlike the other guys in the group. So. How many participation trophies do you have? You're still finger banging, right? No, I don't want to hear that. Ew. Uh, <laughs> Leslie, it's important that they're out there doing it. Yeah. These kids today. No, go learn how to fuck. <laughs> Keep your fingers to fuck yourself. That. Yeah, exactly. Finger banging. That's just what? What are we? Eighty-seven? Yeah. <laughs> what are we in weird science? Get the fuck out of here, finger. I wish we were in weird science. That would be incredible. Wait, okay. So tell us how you got on. So you're doing all this stuff. You become a paid regular here. The building likes you. Tommy well, accepts you. Now you're getting spots now, huh? <laughs> I didn't showcase for SNL. I, well, I had to go and audition, but Chris came in one night when I was doing a set, and 
then Chris Chris Rock. Okay. And then just wrote on his funny person list and then called me a couple of days and was like, Yeah, I talked to Lauren and they're gonna bring you out to New York to do an audition and I was like, You have lost all of your motherfucking mind. Like, <laughs> I was like, I'm not no fucking sketch comic. Are you what the fuck kind of shit is why you why would you even call me with this shit? I said I, I don't do they sketch comedy. This I don't do sketch comedy. Sketch comics are motherfuckers who can't do stand up. That's exactly what I said. I was like, I don't fucking have no respect for that shit. Woo 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 woo, right? And he was like, he let me do all of that and then he said you a dumb motherfucker, shut the fuck up, go out and audition. I was like, what I'm gonna do, Chris? What I'm gonna do, I don't have no fucking characters, what I'm gonna do? He was like, just do your fucking set. He's like, literally don't wanna talk to you no more. Click. So, and. It's <laughs> fairly definitive. Yeah, and Lindsay Shickers called me and I was just like, I was really just like, you know how you just going somewhere to tell these motherfuckers no, we're gonna show you how dope you are first? So yeah, we've all been there. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go out here and show this motherfucker what real comedy is. This sketch right. ass bull, white shit. Don't nobody watch this shit. I watch it live in color, motherfucker. I don't watch real oh, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm dissing, and I'm going out there to fight Keenan because Keenan, they had misquoted Keenan by saying that black women wasn't ready for SNL. So I'm going out there with like a whole cape and You're crown. Fuck up like I got that in my hand. I'm like, I'm about to beat the oh, shit out of these motherfuckers. Yeah. Oh, I'm not real Chicago. Real style. shit, right? <laughs> Got out there and and uh, there was like 12 other girls. Now, there's something that I didn't know about. I didn't know about black uh, Hollywood. I didn't. I knew about it, but I just not that I didn't respect it. I just was like, whatever. But these girls, it was me, Amber Ruffin, and LaKendra Tooks, that was the like honest ones that was in the, the regular people. Then there was like the other girls that come to audition, and I have never met black women like that. I've never, I mean, I've seen them in college, but I didn't honestly think that they survived after that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the end of them. You know, I thought that after college. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. right? Oh my God. And they were like, oh my God, this is so fucking exciting. We're out here for SNL. Oh, oh my God. God. And I'm looking at Amber like, where are these hoes from? Yeah. <laughs> like, this from, isn't your crew? Yeah, no, I got on motherfucking Air Ones. And, and they, these bitches got on full makeup and fucking lace fronts yeah. and shit and purses and shit. Man, I'm in fucking Air Ones and a big ass fucking coke and jeans like, I, you know, whatever, right? Can't wait to tell these just, people to fuck up. Okay, great to tell them to go fuck their mama. I hope Keenan's in the room. Mama. Literally. It'll be his last season. Right? Yo, got out there, and when you start meeting the cast members, it's not what you think at all. Like the fucking shit that I thought I had in myself that I was about to say to motherfucking Taryn, to fucking A.D. Bryant, that you ain't shit? <laughs> Cecily? Cecily bullied me for the whole first year. Wow. Like I was so scared of Cecily. Cecily is one of the baddest She's motherfuckers funny. that ever walked earth. That bitch can do any accent, and she literally out of her mind comes up with the oddest characters just off the top. Like she's Great. fuck and she's beautiful. So yeah. I was like, then then I met Keenan. Like I I was by the time I met Keenan, I was just like, okay, I just want to meet somebody. Just, <laughs> just like I'm, so Keenan came in and I was like, yeah, man, let's talk. He was like, yeah, let's talk. Close the door, little joint. I was like, 
Oh, I love this dude. Yeah. I, I fucking love this dude. He's so right about fell, what he said. Fell in love with him. He fell in love with him. And then he explained to me, he's like, that's not what I said. He said, if, what I said was most black women that get out here don't be ready because they don't know what goes on to try to get on this show. Oh. He said, not like white women do that go through all those sketch groups and all that shit. A 15 lot of, years of ground, yeah, ladies. You know, exactly, <laughs> exactly. He said, a lot of black women don't have that same, they just come. That free, and then yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, he was like, I would never. And you know, if we were friends from that day on. So being there during the whole week, I didn't want it, they made me want it. It's like going through that costumes, going through the makeup, the hair, going through the fucking. It was. It's. It's almost being at the Disneyland of fucking whatever your dreams is about being on TV, wow. and you're on this show. So by the end of the week, by the end of the week, they they have told all of us that you know they told the ones that they want to keep to stay for the weekend to see the show and shit. And I picked. They picked me, Amber, and Lakendra. The other girls, oh my God, just hearing the tantrums in the hallway was no. priceless. It was amazing. It was amazing. Just their like they was yeah. so not Valley Girl anymore. Like yeah. it was like fuck them motherfuckers. Fuck SNL. They ain't shit. Who the fuck did they keep? Who the fuck did they keep? And we all in the room eating, and Amber almost. I said, "Bitch, open the door. We want to fight them bitches." <laughs> You're so, hate, you're yeah. And up. let me tell you how cold them motherfuckers are SNL is. Them motherfuckers knew who they wanted and they sent them bitches home that night. Of course. Yeah. Nobody got to stay tonight. They sent them home. Sorry, that ladies. Night. No bitches. roses for yeah, you. Yeah, like get the fuck out. Like get the fuck out. So so we stayed a weekend and and it's by the time they bring us to the live show, I am so fired up that I'm like, I want this motherfucking job. Yeah. I want this job. But what I didn't pay attention to was that they didn't tell us everybody who was auditioning. So we didn't even see Sashir. So I'm fucking sitting, we get to the live show, I'm sitting there with, uh, uh, I think it was Kendra, and Amber was on the other side of her. Fucking Sashir walks in from the other side, and it's almost like you see Jesus. <laughs> That's how beautiful that girl was, wow. and that smile, and I was just like, and I looked at the kid and I was like, yeah, that's what they're going to pick right there. <laughs> and the kid's like, you don't know. You don't know. I said, bitch, look at this bitch teeth. Does <laughs> she have invisible? She's fucking teeth. She's amazing. Yeah. She looked like a black Barbie doll. She was wow. fucking beautiful and had a dimple smile. And you just, she looked like she knew what she was doing. Screen so time. Shit. Yeah. So I was just like, at that point, I was like, okay, I know they're going to pick Sashir. Let me enjoy the show. And that's literally what I did. I enjoyed the show, enjoyed the live band, went to the after party, met Justin Timberlake, blamed him for stealing some of my dad's moves. I don't see why not. Oh, I told Justin, I, it's not cool that you stole my dad's moves, right. that type of shit. You know, making friends, all this shit. Go home. Sexy, went home. Yeah, he, I went home and I was just like, <laughs> yeah, he was. He was a sexy. He was, he was sexy. Uh, I went home and, and knew that I was. I was just like, it was dark. It was an overcast in L.A. I was like, yeah, this, I'm not gonna get that shit. I just knew I wasn't gonna get it. And I was like, what? Well, you know what? Okay, now I have a goal in my mind of not just trying to do SNL, but just like I'm gonna be better at what the fuck I do. Period. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? And don't be disrespecting other sectors of this shit because they're some bad motherfuckers too. Like they, you know. What they like, do is terrible, but they're great at it. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a horrible. It's real. And it's like opening up your portfolio, opening up your mind, opening up your portfolio. Not just saying that you're a comic. It took me a long time to get out of just saying I'm a comic. I had. I, it took me a long time to say I'm an actress. This and this. You have to do that. Yeah. You can't yeah. put yourself in that box because then you do put yourself. In I'm trying to sell out yeah. right now. No, you should. And I know it sounds crazy. Don't even think of it as bad. But it's like not even selling out. It's that use the word crossover is more, is better because you want everybody to see you perform. You don't want just your peers to see you. And that's where I was. I was like, I love my black people, but I want fucking Chinese motherfuckers walking up to me going, "Let's meet, pitch up, pitch up." That's what I want. Wow. That's fucking wrong. Like that. Was so racist that I just. It was just so
No fucking. You can be the funniest motherfucker. I was funny as fuck when I started. And listen, I was really funny. At three years, I was funny. But if I took, if I quantum leap back to myself, three, I would. Quantum leap. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would heckle really me. Like I would heckle me on stage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look, she wants to go. Put the mic down. Are you fucking Bacula? That's what I'm saying. I mean, so seriously, it's very, it's, I want New Jacks to know that the hate from veterans is not really a hate as much as it's like a parental guidance. We're disappointed in you. Yeah. <laughs> we Definitely disappointed, disappointed in you. 100%. In your TikTok, YouTube generation. Yeah, you know, the bullshit you're trying to sneak past it's us. Just, you're not yeah. good. It's, you're not tricking anybody. We, yeah. we see right through it. And I've already burned every bridge, so I'm not going to stop doing it now. <laughs> see, I was going to be nicer, but since we're doing that, yeah, yeah I fucking mean, suck right yeah. now. Yeah, Thank you. On this podcast, you can say whatever you yeah. want. No, I'm just saying that yeah, I, disclaimer. Want, I want, I, I don't want it to be like a bad 80s movie. You guys cannot water down this shit. If you gonna call yourself a real comic, it's gonna take some fucking time. Yeah. Right? You not overnight success is no. There's no such thing. And this is another thing. I, who was that dude we was talking to in the parking lot that got stun gunned and all this shit? Oh. Like, listen, <laughs> listen. You can live a life. That's okay. I understand. When you're in your twenties and thirties, fucking have a great time. But let's be smart too, okay? Like, don't. There's no such thing as starving artists in this business. Get a fucking job. Right. A real Get job. a motherfucking job. Pieces of shit. You. <laughs> that. That's your, that's your dad right there. Get a fucking job. No, get a shit. fucking job. Wait on some fucking tables. Right. Fucking park some fucking cars. Find a job. Stop, stop fucking it doing humbling. that stuff. It's living in, no, he told me he was living in a van. What? You live in a what? Yeah. What are you doing? Oh, do you think you're going to make it in the first two years? You're fucking not. He does you're have not. You're not going to make no money in this shit. Yeah. And also, he's living in a van, so he's going to murder someone. Those are the rules. Those are the rules. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, when you so discombobulated, you just can't, like, you got to pay rent. That's part of the struggle. Yeah. yeah. That's part of it. Like, That's when you're up here performing and you know you're going to make $45 after this set, Fuck yeah, man. That oh, shit motivates No, but this is what I'm yeah. saying, though. What are we talking about that doesn't yeah. that sometimes I don't feel like I'm hungry when I get up and perform. Well, I have to learn how to start performing out of joy because I'm not standing up here going, damn, I hope they got my fucking $75 because yeah. I need to fucking right. pay rent or put something on rent or fucking buy some gas or some food and shit. Like, y'all need to have responsibilities. You living on the street and, and, and being bums and shit, that doesn't say no romantic shit about you. Go fuck yourself. That's the easy way out. That's the easy way out. Get some fucking bills and then do this shit too. That's the warrior. And then you yeah. have more stories. What stories you gonna have? Just living in a fucking van or being homeless. Fuck off with that shit. Be a responsible goddamn adult and do this fucking shit right. Because we, not, we, we can't keep cratering motherfuckers who are not taking care of themselves. And that's that's the one thing. When I see New Jacks now, they really are under this fucking impression that this shit, oh, it's gonna happen soon. Oh, I got pass. I'm gonna become a star. I'm gonna tell y'all right now, I suffered all that shit so you won't have to do that. So I can tell you straight off, it's not gonna happen. Yes, yeah, I'm black Jesus. It's not gonna happen. No, so no, real talk. Every day, every time I perform, I thought I was gonna make it. 
yeah. that you have to learn in comedy. This is one of our stages for the podcast. It's gonna have the next one. <laughs> next time we're gonna have we're an, gonna have an audience, audience come. So. Yeah, it's gonna be insane. So I was tell people ten years, ten years, ten years, ten years. Yeah, ten years. I'll right. be doing it ten years. I well, think they're trying to wrap us up. They're trying to wrap us up because oh, there's another show. There's another this. show. What's um, one that has fans. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's 9.42. I don't know. I you mean, have a question? What's your question? So I know I know. this is looking around. It's a pretty sold out show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're lucky you got We're in. Uh, would be you, careful would with you the sarcasm. Three, would, you th would you three be willing to talk or have a, a picture opportunity after this? Wow, this is like, real Absolutely. I'm, I'm, from, look, I, uh, I'm from Rhode Island. Oh, oh my God, no! We're very over there. It's very sensitive. I don't fuck with Rhode Island. No, we are. This is pretty COVID. This is like you've got a you don't get this unless you're yeah. We we decided long ago that we would take pictures with only with the 49 largest states. Oh, fuck! You're Rhode Island. Guys, Comedy Store Podcast is back. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Please leave us your negative and positive comments, mostly negative. You can follow me at Rick Ingram. <laughs> I only accept positivity in my life. <laughs> the new Rick is here and EJ Kerrigan still with the negativity, but like and subscribe. <laughs>